0: Welcome to the TVA Devotions podcast. We want you to be encouraged by the Word of God, whether this is your first or your 50th time to listen. We hope we add value to you through God's Word today. Welcome to TVA Devotions. This is Coach D. I'm a head volleyball coach, but more importantly, I'm a follower of Christ appreciate you uh joining us today. Uh this devotion is just for those of us that might be at a club tournament on a Sunday and not be able to make it to our church. Uh this is again just something where we can kind of visit with God, have some time to think about uh, what it is that he has for us this weekend and this week and uh, I pray that it blesses your life. Uh God bless and uh enjoy. All right, this week we're going to have some fun. Uh first off, I want to kind of give you an illustration. Um, I do these camps every summer, uh, site camps that we go out to different people's, uh, gyms and like, I'll go to the high school or I'll go to the middle school and I'll work with them. And this past year, I went to Houston middle school up in Memphis, Tennessee, shout out to Houston. Um, but I did their sixth grade camp and, uh, I go through each thing. I go through passing, I go through serving, I go through attacking, I go through defense and when we go through defense always have these three word phrases. And um, in defense, the three word phrases are foundation, check, forward. If you've ever been in any of my camps, you know these are my three word phrases for defense. Foundation, check, forward. Within foundation, what I do is I, I pick up one of the smallest people in camp. So if you can think about like a sixth grade camp, when I was up in Houston. We were over at Memphis Juniors. Shout out to Memphis Juniors as well. But uh we were over at Memphis Juniors and I was doing this camp and uh this little girl, she probably couldn't have been more than about eighty pounds, maybe seventy pounds. And if you ever seen me, I'm I'm pushing almost three bucks. So I'm a big old boy. So this little girl stands beside me and I always say, now how many of you guys think that she's bigger than me and nobody raises their hands. And uh so I put myself in position and I put a foundation where I put my feet and I stagger it forwards and backwards and side to side shoulder width. And I get down in stance and I get a good foundation and I ask her to try to push me over. And when I put my feet together, I put my feet together to start. She pushes me over pretty easily front to back, all that other stuff. But When I get that foundation, she can't push me over. And this time, this girl like took a like 20 foot run at me and tried to hit me and knock me over and she bounced off me and fell to the ground and I couldn't stop laughing. And then all the other girls were like, Oh, I can push you over coach D. I can push you over. And I said, I don't think you can. And you know, so there were some bigger sixth graders that tried to do the same thing. They would run like 20 feet and I would get in this foundation and I would just kind of throw my shoulder into them. Don't tell my, um, insurance place. Cause I do have to get, uh, Uh, liability insurance for my camps, but anyway, so this, these girls would just keep on bouncing off me, bouncing off me, bouncing off me. me, And it was the funniest thing in the world. And, um, so in defense, we talk about foundation is how you want to have a foundation in, in, in defense so that the ball can't knock you over. But we also talk about it. I kind of incorporate Jesus Christ. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today. That our foundation needs to be in Christ. I have this new saying that I've been saying a lot lately. Um, that's God's got you and God's got this. And I was having dinner and uh, I saw a pop socket of one of my friends and uh, it said in the back of her, of her phone, it said, faith can move mountains. And I think today what I want to kind of talk about is, have you ever run into a mountain? Think about you're that 65 or 70 pound sixth grader, and you got this big old mountain in front of you, and it feels like in your own strength, all you're doing is jumping up and bouncing off, and when you reach that mountain, how do you react? Let's pray. Father, I pray right now that you would just take me out of this, and Lord, that your word will come through so thankful that you have me in your hands. I'm so thankful that you have all the mountains in front of me and you can move them. If we have faith as small as a mustard seed, you tell us pray these things in Jesus name. So basically as we move on in this, um, I, I do this illustration of, of foundation, you got to have a good foundation and you know, everybody wants to come up and try to beat me up and they can't do it because I'm just, I'm just a man. I I pick on sixth graders. It's awesome. But um, anyway, so we go to this thing and the second part of it is check. I want to make sure that we're below the ball. I make a reference to JJ Reddick and I did this like 20 years ago and JJ Reddick was relevant. And now he's retired from basketball, but we want to get below the ball. So we stay low. And then the last thing I talk about, and these are in, again, secular and in state schools, I am able to go in and kind of share the gospel through the third thing. And the third thing in defense is forward. I want to move forward. And I talk about it and I say that, have you guys ever heard of the, the arm full armor of God? And I ask these 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th graders, if they've ever heard heard of the full armor of God. And we talk about the things that are in the full armor of God. We talk about the breastplate of righteousness. We talk about the helmet of salvation, the shield of truth, the belt of good news, uh, the belt of truth, the the shield of, of, I'm losing it all. But we're talking about the the full armor of God. And we put on all these things in our full armor of God. And I always ask them, I always like, all right. So what thing is not protected in our full armor of God? And they can't really think about it. They say the legs and I say, well, okay, well, we will get the armor on. So we're going to protect the legs with our shield. And, um, and I always say our back is not protected because when we go into battle and we go into, and we go in with the full armor of God on, we are supposed to attack. We're supposed to go after it. And I say, in defense, I want you to do the same thing. I want you to attack. And I want you to think today about that mountain that's in front of you. Now, I don't know what that mountain is. It might be math class. I've been talking to a lot of people lately about math. And they're like, oh, math is tough. It's one of the hardest things ever. Or maybe it's a decision on where you want to go to college. Or moms and dads, maybe it's a decision on if you want to change jobs. Or if you want to move. Maybe older people that are that are listening to this, maybe singles are do I want to get married? Do I want to push that for me? My mountain that's in front of me that I'm like, this is something that is just, uh, is working out. I <laughs> I have, I don't know. I, I always blame the Krispy Kreme donut sign that hot now sign. I mean, it's always on, it's always on. And you know, what can I say? And so for me, it seems like a mountain in front of me. And there are so many other things that we can put up there, you know, whether it's, you know, whether it's a financial burden, whether it's a bill that needs paying, um, whether it's a, a, a diagnosis of sickness. There's a mountain in front of you and you feel like you just can't get over this mountain and you can't get through this mountain. And the word that I have for you today and what the devotion is on today is that God's got you. And God's got this. Whatever this is, whatever mountain that you're up against right now, faith can move a mountain. And all we need to do is have that faith. Now I've come across a couple of verses that kind of get me into the mood and get me into the thought process. We started it a little while ago. I think it was last year, 2018 fall, that our verse for the year came from Joshua 1.9. Joshua 1, 9 is a great verse because it it really speaks to this thought process that God's got you and God's got this. I'm going to go ahead and read it from the NIV it says, be strong and take courage. Do not fear or be dismayed for the Lord, your God is with you wherever you go. So when I say this first part, God's got you. This is what I'm talking about. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago when we said that God is omnipresent. And God is omnipotent. We're going to get into that in just a little bit. But he's omniscient as well. And when we say God's got you, God has taken this He's taken this armor and he's put it around you. He's taken this shield of protection and he is protecting you right now. He has that foundation. When we have a foundation in him, it's like coach D a bunch against a bunch of sixth grade girls. And I'm not trying to be sexist against a bunch of sixth grade guys too, because I do it at HP camp too. And we have boys in HP camp and these people try to run me over. They'll take a running start and they try to hit me and they bounce off and they fall to the ground. And when I say God's got you, he's protecting you in this way. It says, be strong and take courage. Do not fear or be dismayed for the Lord, your God is with you here today, anywhere, wherever you go. This week in in our men's group, we work with, I work with uh, a bunch of our coaches come together on Wednesday morning. And we go over different verses. And, and this this week, we went over my favorite psalm. And I just kind of want to talk you talk you through this psalm, too. I don't know how much is going to relate. Hopefully, it relates to you. Again, it's not me talking. It's God speaking through me. But Psalm 73 is what we went over this week. And Psalm 73 is a pretty awesome chapter. It's a pretty awesome uh, psalm. It talks about uh, the psalmist is sitting there. And he says, you know what? I look around me and I see people that have a lot more money than I do. Maybe it's you liberos and you're sitting there and saying, man, I wish I was six foot four. I could play volleyball and it'd be so awesome. I wish I was six foot four. Or maybe it's you middles that are six foot five, six foot six. And all these boys that want to take you on dates are five foot six and five foot seven. And you're like, I wish I was five foot three. Like those liberos. Maybe it's a mom or dad that says, I wish I drove that car that's next to me. It's so sweet. It's awesome. Maybe it's, you know, you're looking at the people down the street in in another house next to you. Like, I wish I had that house. That house is amazing. I wish I had that job. That job is amazing. Look at that salary. And look at those people too. They're walking and they're living in that. And you know what? I know those people and they're not Christians. And God, they have all the money, all the fame, all the boys, all the girls, all the things that they want, they have, and they're not even Christians. I serve you and I make blank X amount of dollars a year or I can't hit the ball over the net. I can't do a jump serve. Or I have this big mountain in front of me, God, and I'm struggling. But these people, they walk and they they don't have any problems whatsoever. I was talking to somebody today, even I was at a at a tournament today, and uh, one of my coaching friends was like, you know what? I wish I had, I wish like for once I could wear a Stanford jacket. I could be the coach at Stanford or the coach at Florida or something and walk into a gym and like people stop and look at you and say, Oh my goodness, there's the Stanford coach or there's the Florida coach. I'm a Gator fan. So I had to put Florida in there, but sometimes we sit there and we say, I wish I had that. And then Psalm 73, it it goes on to talk about like those people that are not Christians, They might have a lot of stuff now, but in the end, we win. And at the end of the Psalm, in Psalm 73, verse 23 through 26, verse 23 says, Yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will take me into glory. Whom have I in heaven but you, God? And the earth has nothing I desire besides you. And we stopped on that this week. And I'm not going to stop on it because we went an hour and a half on it. We don't have that much time in this thing. But is that your cry of your heart today? And the earth has nothing I desire besides God. Verse 26 goes on to say, my flesh and my heart may fail. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. The psalmist says, oops, man, I almost slipped. I almost put money in front of God. I almost put a job in front of God. I almost put a college scholarship in front of God. I almost put a boyfriend or a girlfriend in front of God. I almost put my mountain in front of God. Instead of putting my God in front of my mountain. Because when I put my mountain in front of my God, I can't see it. I can't get over it. I'm jealous of that mountain because everybody else is already through that mountain. But the psalmist ends the verse and ends the chapter by saying, God's got me. Yet I am always with you, God. You hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel and afterward you will take me into glory. So when he understands that God's got me, him, he says, God, whom have I in heaven but you? There's nobody in heaven I desire more than you. And also the next part of the verse 25 says, in earth has nothing I desire besides you God. And when you have a mountain in front of you, I want you to take God to your mountain today. And I want you to say, God, you are all I desire. I don't desire the great things. I'm not jealous or envious about those other people. This mountain that's in front of me, whether it's a test grade, whether it's I'm envious of people that are smart in math, whether I'm envious of people that are tall or short or skinny or big or strong or have a lot of money or drive nice cars or have nice houses, or have cool shoes, or have AirPods, or whatever it is, have the cool boyfriend or the good-looking girlfriend. I'm so envious of them, and I'm, I'm tired of being wanting that. I'm tired of desiring that money, fame, looks, wealthy things. God, all I desire is you, and earth has nothing I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. So, today, when I first often say, God's got you, you have to understand that. You have to live in that moment. You have to live in the full armor of God because He's got you. He's protecting you. He's over you. He's around you. He is in you and He's through you. God's got you. Say it with me. God's got me. I want you to tell somebody today, God's got me. And I want you to believe it in your heart. I want you to have faith that can move that mountain that's in front of you. And then I want you to tell people, after you understand that today, and I'll talk to you at the end, I want you to go tell somebody else, God's got you. I don't care what you're going through right now. I know you think it's so much. I know you see that mountain in front of you. You can't see around it. You can't see over it. You can't see through it. Through it. But God's got you. And God's got this. God's got the mountain. God can move the mountain. Ask him. Have faith in him. How do you have faith in him? You say, God, there's nothing on earth I desire besides you. And when I say God's got you and God's got this, I look at my, uh, John 16:33. It's one of my favorite verses. John 16:33 says, in this world, you will have troubles. You're like, Coach D, that's your favorite verse. You got problems, bro. No, it's one of my favorite verses because it says, in this world, you will have mountains. In this world, you will have tough math tests. In this world, you will want to be tall. You'll want to be small. In this world, you want to drive by the Krispy Kreme when the hot now side's on. Pray for me. In this world, you're going to want to be able to pay that bill. You're going to want to be able to, to have that salary. You're going to want to be able to have that boyfriend or that girlfriend, that wife or that husband or that job or that car or that house. In this world, it's going to be trouble. It's gonna. You're going to have trouble. Jesus is talking here in John and he says, in this world, you will have trouble. In the midst of this, it's not in the Bible. I'm going to throw it in there. If you don't like it, push, pause, skip, go to the next devotional, go to the next podcast. But I'm going to put in there, God, Jesus is going to say, in this world, you will have a mountain in front of you. But guess what? I got you. I got you. God's got you. And then he promises this. God's got this. In this world, you will have troubles. You will have a mountain in front of you. You are going to find a day that this is going to come into play. You're going to find a day where you're going to run up against a mountain. You're going to have a decision to make. You're going to have a bill that you absolutely can't pay. You're going to have a diagnosis of sickness or cancer or something in your family or in your own life. Jesus is promising you, it's going to happen, but I got you. I got you, bro. I got you, sis. I got you. God's got you. And then he promises us in Matthew or in John 16, 33 in this world, you have troubles, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Jesus Christ died on a cross. The worst thing the world that can do to us, the worst mountain that can fall on top of you can kill you. And guess what? Before Jesus, that was rough. <laughs> That was rough because when you were killed before Jesus, you sat in the ground for all of eternity. But praise God, Jesus did not sit in the ground for all of eternity. He didn't even sit in there for three days. Because on the third day, he got up and he said, guess what? I got this. I got this. He arose from the grave and he conquered sin and death. So that you can walk out today and see that mountain and say, God's got me. And God's got you. He's got this. You ain't got nothing. So the day when you hit that mountain. Today or tomorrow or this week, when you run into that trouble, when you run into that bill, when you run into that math test, when you run into that thing that happens at school or happens at work or happens at home or happens on the internet or happens on the phone or somebody texts you and says something bad about you, don't worry about it because let me let you understand something. God's got you and God's got this. God can move that mountain and he wants to do it in your life. If you never experienced that power of Jesus Christ, I don't know how you got to this podcast. I don't know how you're here. But I want you to understand something. God wants to have you. He wants to put his arms around you. He wants to protect you. And he wants to say, I got you. And he does. But you have to accept that. You can't just walk around on your own and say, you know what? God, come help me. Because he's going to come running. But you have got to take that time and say, God, I need you to get me. I need you to protect me. I need to be strong and take courage. Not to be fearful. Not to be dismayed. Because I know you're with me wherever I am. So if that's you today, I want you just to say, Jesus, I need you. That's all you need to say. Jesus, I need you. I want you come into my life. Because I got this mountain in front of me. And I can't do it on my own, but I know I can do all things through you who strengthens me. Come into my life and renew me today. To the Christian today, stop trying to go on your own. Stop trying to climb the mountain your own. Stop trying to go through the mountain on your own. Stop trying to knock over Coach D. He's a big old boy. All right. God's got you. And God's got what you're going through. He understands what you're going through. He knows it. He knew what was going to happen before. He's not surprised. He's not saying, surprise, you got a big bill you can't handle. Surprise, you got cancer. God knew about your cancer. God knew about your grandfather that had cancer. God knew about this math test. He knew that you weren't ready for it. But he's asking you to ask him for help. And he's asking you to say, God, I need you. I can't do this my own. And he wants you to stop doing it on your own. Understand something. God's got you and God's got this. So Christian today, I'm telling you, stop spinning your wheels. I know you can't handle it. I know you can't handle what's happening in your life right now. But I know a God who can. He says, you can do all things. All things through him and gives you strength. God's got you. God's got this. The one thing I want you to say to yourself today is, God's got me. I want you to believe that in your heart today. And I want you to believe that God's got whatever you're going through. And the next thing I want to do you to do is encourage somebody else today. Find somebody else today and tell them these words. God's got you and God's got this. Not you they don't you don't know what they're going through. They don't think you know what they're going through. But they're going to know that God knows what they're going through. And if you give them those words, they can conquer And they can move that mountain with God's strength. I appreciate you listening today. Hope God's added value today to you. I want to pray real quick before we get done. God, thank you that I'm a weak man. Because if I wasn't a weak man, if I could do all things by myself, there would be no need for you, God. There would have been no need for Calvary. But in the garden of Eden, there's a need for you because we sinned. We've all sinned and we've fallen short of your glory, but you've died for each one of our sins. And because we ask you to come into our heart and we've got you, Lord, you tell us we are strong in you and we can conquer all things. We can do all things through you who strengthens us. So whoever's listening to this podcast, man, woman, boy, girl, grandmother, grandchild, whoever it is, I pray right now that you would help them to understand that God, you have them in your arms and you hold them. I hope they find comfort in that. And then I hope they find strength to know that you got whatever they're going through as well and that you can help them conquer it through you. Be with us today. Pray you be with Ryan. Pray that you would continue to guide and direct each one of us in our everyday lives. And Lord, again, that you would receive the glory from everything that you're doing in and through me and in through this podcast and in through the people that are talking and listening to you right now. Work in such a way and your word and your will be done. Be glorified. May I diminish so that you might be exalted through me. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for this week. Have safe travels. Good luck on the volleyball courts. And I wish you well. God bless.